The industrial-sized straight-blade trimmer sliced through the air. Even from across the room, I heard the blade going through paper. Whoosh, whoosh. I poked a finger into my left ear and pressed the cell against the other. My grandmother Hope's instructions garbled through the device, the words loud and then soft, an effect that had nothing to do with being in a technological dead zone. Not that keeping a cell phone connection was easy to do in Eden, West Virginia. Since we started the Scrap This Employee crop two hours ago, the whacking hadn't stopped. The blade, like my sanity, was near breaking. I covered the mouthpiece and leaned across the front counter, trying to catch Marilyn's gaze as I avoided jamming my side into the cash register. Could you adhere something for a while? Marilyn Kane picked up the useless part of the picture and dropped it. My gaze followed the fluttering photo cast off to the ecru-colored linoleum floor. A discarded pile of Michaels littered the area beside the eight-foot table. My friend and fellow employee discovered six weeks ago that her husband, Michael, did more than just commute with his co-worker. I didn't know if she was more upset about the affair or the fact the 22-year-old harlot would give birth to Michael's baby in four months. Faith, are you there? Hope asked. Are you taking notes? Yes. I tried to keep the chipper in my voice and the exasperation out as I reached for a pen and a piece of paper. My grandmothers had as much trouble leaving me in charge of their store as they did remembering at 26 I was a grown-up. We still need layouts for the back display wall. It'll be off-white, so use vibrant colors so they'll pop. Also, bring the box of flyers and business cards. I know. I rolled my eyes, thankful there were no security cameras to catch my attitude. Cheryl and I wish that you could handle the booth. I was perfectly capable of handling a booth at the Community Art Benefit Show. I've handled the store just fine. Okay, there was that one incident involving the paper racks, but that was almost a year ago. Grandma, you have to help Cheryl host the show. You can't let her do it on her own. Not that Grandma Cheryl wasn't qualified to host. She had hosted all of my slumber parties growing up. With a sharp look and even edgier words, Cheryl whipped everyone into shape. I learned the fine art of snarkiness at her knee. You're right. Hope sounded resigned to her fate. I'm just worried about tomorrow. Did you remember? Grandma... I read the list you taped to the front counter by the register. I read the one in the break room, and I've taken my own notes. We'll have everything we need, including the prizes for the contest. I squeezed my eyes closed. What contest? Hope sighed. I told Cheryl to leave a written note rather than a voicemail. My forgetfulness for checking phone messages was legendary in my tiny family. No amount of scolding from my grandmothers or from myself corrected the flaw.
Since we're closing the store for the art benefit show, we decided to hold two contests to make it up to our customers, and hopefully it'll draw in some new ones. Business was down across the county, especially for those of us who offered consumers the non-essentials in life. Hobbies were the first items cut from a budget. One contest will be opened for seasoned croppers, and the other for novice scrappers, Hope said. To encourage new scrappers to enter, we'll hold two teaching crops next week. I also need sign-up sheets for those. I jotted down the time and cost for the crops, then snapped the cell phone shut. Car lights flooded through the slats of the blinds covering the large display windows.